Good to be back and uh, ready now to welcome into studio someone I'm very excited to have a chance to uh, speak to face-to-face. I actually got to see her on stage a few weeks ago when I was serving as a judge for uh, several of the local pageants that are part of the Miss Illinois and the Miss America organization. And she appeared there in her role as the current reigning Miss Illinois, Ariel Beverly, is in studio with us this afternoon as she is making the rounds throughout the state talking about the issue that is near and dear to her, the issue of arts education. And Ariel, welcome. Great to have you here. Congratulations on your title and thanks for taking the time to come in and talk to us this afternoon. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You are, in fact, a Springfield resident and you have worked here locally as a teacher until you assumed the role of Miss Illinois back in June. That's right. I had my first year of teaching last year at Glenwood High School. I taught art. And like you said, yes, I'm taking the year off from teaching in general uh, just to uh, take on all my obligations and my role as Miss Illinois. What do your your past students at Glenwood think about the fact that their art teacher last year is now Miss Illinois and could become Miss America? (laughs) Well, the ones that I have spoken to and caught up with, they're all really excited and they're already planning some viewing parties for Miss America. And that's just really exciting to hear that from them. (laughs) You've got a great issue that you're talking about. I want to get into that. But I want to ask you a little bit about the Miss America process. Because it's been in the news this year uh, that Miss America is undergoing some changes. They're calling it Miss America 2.0. And and so the the pageant is going to be on in December this year, which is interesting. And it is going to be somewhat different than the Miss America that we all grew up with. What does 2.0 mean? and, And are these changes for the better in your view? So 2.0, like you said, is the new movement for the Miss America organization. And essentially, the main difference is we are removing the swimsuit portion of competition in order to make it a lot more of an inclusive organization where it really helps to highlight the uh, really good qualities that all women have, uh, not focusing so much on their appearance or their size. And uh, I think that that's really incredible for the Miss America organization because it focuses so much on social impact initiatives, which each young woman competing has. And like you mentioned, mine is focusing on preserving the arts and education. So uh, that's coming up in December. What's the process of getting ready for that? So the way I like to look at preparation uh, for the competition is more so looking at preparing to be Miss America. And Miss America, she's always on the go, always working, always making connections, always uh, working on her social impact initiative, and just really presenting a good Uh, presentation as Miss America for the brand and really promoting the organization. And so that's what I try to do every day as Miss Illinois and thus preparing for Miss America. Where will the pageant be held this year? It's going to be in Connecticut. In Connecticut, of all places. That's really interesting. Yes. Uh, And so when will you head out there? And uh, it's it's about a a week or so of building up to the actual pageant itself, or how, how long will you be out there? We have not been told the date yet that we need to be there, but it'll be probably around a week and a half of being in Connecticut. I see. Very good. Um, And in the meantime, you are traveling Illinois, and you're talking about, you refer to it as a a social impact initiative. initiative. Yes. What we used to think of as uh, called the platform, I think. Right. That's also a part of 2.0. They've changed a lot of the verbiage. So, (laughs) Uh, But it it is still an an issue of importance to you and something that is near and dear to you, and that's the issue of arts education. Mm -hmm. Now, you were actually a, a visual arts teacher. Correct. Okay. Uh, When you are are talking arts education, are you talking primarily that or is it it also inclusive of the performing arts and music and drama, things like that as well? I like to think of it as including all all of those different um, 
aspects of arts. I've been involved in the arts for as long as I can remember, whether it was dance, theater, music, visual arts, all of it. So I, I, I'm proud to stand for all of those um, in my initiative. Now, this is near and dear to my heart, too, as someone has been involved in, in community theater here locally. And, and my kids went to a school here in Springfield where they got a great education, but the, the arts aspect of it was a little bit lacking. They didn't have the facilities or necessarily the programs that, that other, other kids have. So this is something that I, I do see as, as lacking in some parts of the state, but, but maybe you can quantify it a bit better because there are some parts of the state that have great programs in this regard. Uh, so how, how lacking is this? How big a gap is there between where we are and where you think we should be? Well, um, something to keep in mind is 80% of schools around the uh, around the state of Illinois, they do not require an art credit to graduate. Thus, uh, the arts are such an easy thing for schools to cut because they aren't a requirement for finishing with a de- or with your diploma. And so with that being said, there are so many schools that have already cut the arts, especially in rural schools. That's something that we're really, really looking at because so many people always focus so much on the big, big schools uh, in the big populated areas. But something I'm really working on is uh, those rural schools that don't have a lot of funding at all and uh, rarely even have arts programs. So that's something we're really really working on. So you'd like to see a requirement of at least an arts credit of some sort, visual or performing arts, as a prerequisite for graduation? I would. Uh, one of the big concerns, obviously, is is money. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, school districts that are saying, gosh, you know, we can't take on any more mandates there. Since you've got experience as a teacher, when you look at uh, the district like the one you were in or other districts that you've seen, are there other areas that we could cut to find the money to fund arts education in that way? Or do we just need to be putting more money overall into education? Well, I think we should just be putting more money into education altogether. We're we're building our future with students in schools, and uh, if we're throwing money in um, different aspects of our government, and um, I just I just feel like there are a lot of places that money is being spent that is just not nearly as necessary as education and uh, fo- focusing it in on what's best for the students. I think is. A priority that should be made, and I know you said um, if there or asked if there's anything that should be cut uh, in order to make room for paying for the arts. I don't think anything should be cut, but I just I feel like that uh, there are a lot of things that money can be better better used for um, rather than cut. So. We've got a real teacher shortage right now yeah. in in Illinois. Um, you 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 spent you spent a year as a teacher, correct? Mm-hmm. At, from out of college, one year as a teacher, and now taking this year off uh, to serve as Miss Illinois. But your sense in in that time as a teacher, uh, are teachers respected enough? Uh, do do uh, are are we taking good enough care of teachers, or are there other things that are going into this teacher shortage? Um. Are you are you talking in my experience or well, statewide? Because what, what, what I, I don't have I a guess. whole lot of experience right, in right. the teaching world quite yeah. yet. But, so. yeah, but I'm, sure you, I'm sure you've talked to a lot of your colleagues and your coworkers, and, sure. and, you, and you probably I, you probably have a sense as to what what they've gone through and, and what you've experienced sure. in just your short time in, in the teaching arena. Sure, um, it sure depends school to school and administrators to administrators and. Um, I think that in my district, uh, teachers were treated pretty well. I mean, there were some things that could be worked on, but I think that could be said for any district. Um, 
I just I think we need to pay our teachers a little bit more. That's for sure. <laughs> Why uh, is arts education important compared to you know, science, technology, math, uh, reading, all all these other things? What do students get from arts education that they don't get from the other things that are requirements for graduation? Well, for starters, uh, 72% of business leaders say that creativity is the number one thing they're they're looking for in a future employee. And so that 72%, I'm sure that that covers way more jobs than just things in the arts field. So creativity can be applied to uh, careers across the map. And so not only that, but really interesting problem-solving skills as well as, you know, collaboration and creating new ideas and being proud of your own ideas. Those are things that come from the arts that aren't quite so focused on in other subjects. They can be highlighted in other subjects, but just rarely are. So we, we, we've talked on this program about, about STEM and emphasis on STEM, but now there's what they're calling STEAM, mm-hmm. which includes the arts, I right. guess, in with the science, technology, and everything else. Is, is that the way to go? Is that the way to, to uh, approach this, to, uh, to put the arts in and, and try to tie it into some of these, these other areas as well? Yes. I think that uh, really combining subjects and really uh, getting the interdisciplinary action going on, that's a really good way to teach students because the more connections that you can make between disciplines, the better. And the more they'll understand how they can apply knowledge in different parts of their lives. And so I'm a big advocate for STEAM because I'm, I'm not trying to take away from any other subjects by advocating for the arts. I'm trying to bring it to a level of equality and importance in education. Talking with Ariel Beverly, Miss Illinois. She's heading to the uh, Miss America pageant in December, but now traveling the state talking about the importance of arts education. You've got a real platform here. Have you been able to talk to lawmakers about this or maybe even to Governor Pritzker uh, about this issue to see if they are willing to, to back this up with some action? Uh, We have not gotten that conversation with Governor Pritzker quite yet, um, soon enough, but we have actually gotten a few things done in a couple of communities around Illinois so far. Just in the past week, I've had two mayors agree to make a proclamation to create September 15th as Arts and Education Day, and that's a day that's going to be used to really highlight what the schools are working on uh, in their arts programs, as well as, you know, what the community or the arts community in the areas are as well, and so that's in both Peoria and Marion, Illinois. Our, our mayor in Springfield didn't do that since you're one of his constituents. That hasn't happened yet? We're on him about it. Okay, so good. Well, keep us posted I'm calling on, him on out that. right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you are, as you travel the state, obviously talking about this, but also as Miss Illinois, you get to do a lot of, of other fun things, too. You, Since you took the crown in June, what's been the, the, the strangest and most interesting thing you've gotten to do so far as Miss Illinois? Oh, gosh. Strangest or most interesting Hmm. Or maybe just the most fun. Most fun? Oh, gosh. I really do enjoy visiting the the schools, and especially elementary schools. I just love seeing the faces of those little ones and all the hugs. Oh, my gosh. I I just love that part. You've, you've got a nice crown <laughs> pin on, but you're not actually wearing the tiara. Do, uh-huh. you, do you wear it when you go into schools? Of course. I oh, usually <laughs> wear it when it's involving anything with kids. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and I imagine they still go kind of kind of nuts over it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a blast. <laughs> uh, will you, uh, you know, uh, you are going to go to Miss America in December. 
And if you win there, then that's that's a whole new year of mm-hmm. a whole new uh, variety of experiences. Or otherwise, your tenure as Miss Illinois would end next June then. Mm-hmm. Do you then return to the classroom after that, or what happens then? Um, I'm keeping my opportunities open. I've already had a couple of job offers since becoming Miss Illinois. Uh, I have a lot of scholarship opportunities I could take advantage of after this year to go back and get my master's. And so, and also, you know, Miss America could very well be on the table as well. So there are a lot of opportunities that may come. And right now I'm just keeping the doors open and keeping an open mind. Can you so. tell us what your what your talent will be at, at Miss America so we know what to watch for? I will be singing. Okay. Not quite sure what yet, but keep your eye out. But you, you are also, <laughs> I understand, a very talented flautist. Uh, yes. I played flute for, well, since I was in fourth grade. And once I got through high school, I was actually nationally ranked number six when I was a senior. Uh and a lot of people ask me, well, then why the heck aren't you that, playing that? That would, be, that would be my question. Sixth, I mean, that would seem like you, you would be, be able to just kind of run the table on everybody when you're the sixth best flautist in America. Well, I definitely took some time off from playing and lost a lot of my technique. And I, I, I would still uh, be able to play, but I don't think to the caliber that I once did. Yeah, so. well, but but you, yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that. Uh, can you tell us what you're going to sing? Or have you decided yet? We're not quite sure yet. Okay. We're not quite sure. Well, we'll be watching and, and finding out and cheering you on back here in Illinois, Ariel Thank Beverly, Miss Illinois. And uh, please stay in touch and let us know how this effort goes in arts education. It's a really important cause. It's great to talk to you this afternoon. If people would like to follow along with you, uh, watch your progress, and uh, and then cheer you on as you head on to Miss America, how, how can they do so? Well, you can follow me on pretty much every social media platform, Miss America IL. And there are several things that you all out there can do as individuals to help this conversation for arts and education. And you can find out more at includethearts.com. Uh, you know, and you've got a, a postcard campaign? Yeah. What is, what is that about? Yes. So um, pretty much it is a contest to win $1,000 for any student K-12's through arts uh program in their school and they create this little piece of artwork uh, explain why the arts are important to them and they submit it and they are officially entered into the contest and the first one uh, it was actually due yesterday uh, it was um it's over. However, we're really excited to announce that we have a, another $1,000 donation coming in thanks to AIRS, the Association of Illinois Small and Rural Schools. And so that will be another uh, scholarship contest that's going to be starting very soon. Okay. Same postcard project. So any that come in late will officially be entered into the second one. And where can people go to get information on, on that and then be able to enter? Includethearts.com. Includethearts.com. Very good. Ariel <laughs> Beverly, Miss Illinois and bound for the Miss America pageant this December. Pleasure to have you here and thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you.